So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rematchers Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Replicatable? Replicatable. Replicatable? I say replicatable all the time. Is it not a thing? Oh, jeez. Babe, is it replicatable or replicatable? Replicable? Replicable. I say repli-avocado. No, it's replicable. Ashley's right. It's replicable. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's right. It's definitely right. Replicable. Oh, oh. How many meetings have you been in where you said replicable? So many meetings. (laughs) So many meetings. Replicable. (laughs) Hunchies. And from now on, I'm still going to say it just for the record. I'll be like, oh, that's replicatable. And I'll go, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, don't stop yourself. Just keep going with it. Everybody's going to be like, maybe that is how you say it. Just own it. Yeah. (laughs) Keep the dream alive. Hey, Donnie. (laughs) Hi, Donnie. (laughs) By the city of Tampa and the mayor, Bobby B. Yeah, he he also didn't go to mayor school for seven years to be called Bobby B. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) He may or not have. Oh, may have no, oh geez. That was, oh, I, really, I really set myself up for that one, didn't I? Uh, 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 geez. Craft Brews and Geek News on Facebook. So It should be like a giant beer keg that people drive around like a go-kart. And they're like, get in. Like, I'll take you to the next place. Like, you could find a dishwasher that would talk to your washing machine and tell your fridge when to order stuff depending on when you were doing your laundry. Crazy, uh, right? I only have one of those. I've got like eight Game Boys on me. <laughs> yeah. No, Maybe I got one right has there. one right there. That's that's amazing. Well, it's a Game Boy Color. I mean, it's Whoa, not... hey. <laughs> Settle down there, guy. How many hours have we sunk in a Mario Tennis? I'd say 40, love. You can do it in a group. You can do it with, you know, two guys. Okay, probably work on my phrasing on that one. You can... <laughs> Please help me get that game. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Craft Brews and Geek News. Donnie oh, Gallagher. No. Do it more Wheel of Fortune style. <laughs> now, here's your host, hey. Donnie Gallagher. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't like that either. All right, let's just, I'm just gonna break it down. We're gonna start from ground zero. Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Good evening, craft beer. My name is Donnie, and I am joined this evening for a very special episode of Brewmasters Club presents Craft Brews and Geek News. Again, my name is Donnie. Ryan uh, Ryan is also here acting like a child. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. That's good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, also, who's not acting like a ch- child, uh, Mr. Walsman, how are you, sir? Well, hiya. I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> good. Good. And, um, of course, we have uh, Mr. Dano. Dane, how are you doing, sir? Hey, Donnie. <laughs> Hi, Donnie. <laughs> 
Hey, All Ryan. Right. Hey, Laos. What's going on? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we are the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club. Uh, again, we're called uh, Craft Brews and Geek News. We talk about natural stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Good evening, everyone. We always uh, start off with our favorite segment, one of our favorite segments, our famous favorite segments. What are you drinking? What are you going to drink? Uh, boys, who wants to start us off tonight? I've got something really fun. I talked about it last week. I can talk about it again. Uh, but Ryan, did you bring anything special, Mr. Lausman? I, I don't know how special it is. Um, I just saw it for the first time like two hours ago, uh, and it looked cool. Uh, I have Sierra Nevada's Hazy Little Thing mm. IPA. Uh, it's you know Sierra Nevada, of course, our unofficial uh, official sponsor. Um, I just wanted to. I, I love everything that they've got going on, so I gave a uh, I gave this one a shot, and uh, it's just a normal IPA, not so much like a double or anything crazy like that. But uh, I think it was at a six point seven percent ABV, which we know I'm kind of after that sometimes. Um, so it's really good. It kind of tastes like a torpedo. Where they just didn't do so much of the bitter, like they just kind of just went, well, eh, make this one a little bit more subtle. So uh, it is, uh, it's very drinkable though. Like it's something I could probably drink with food real easy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like it. All right, Ryan, what'd you what'd you bring, man? So I am also on the Sierra Nevada tip tonight. Um, yesterday, scrolling through my feeds, uh, I saw a photo of their new seasonal, the hop bullet it's their double ipa last man you would actually really enjoy this um i love the haze by the way it's more clear more uh crisp and smooth and this one's a little interesting i don't know the whole process maybe we could reach out to a couple brewers or uh maybe even to christian roberts and see what he says but they actually take uh it says they hit it with a uh a double barreled blast of magnum hops and lupulum dust which is pure concentrated hop flavor uh during in, in fermentation so um you know that sounds very interesting i don't know quite the process but it's actually really delicious if you can get your hands on it it's only out like i said it's a seasonal beer um went to abc liquor uh last night drove around actually because long story there but uh they saved me two six packs so i have that sitting in my kegerator um tonight and uh but it's just really really good beer so definitely get your hands on it uh again from our unofficial sponsor sierra nevada <laughs> which we hope to convert to an official sponsor one day one day we'll see um <laughs> if we keep plugging them we might get lucky <laughs> that's true eventually it'll equate to something mr dane um you got anything for us this evening uh i did finish a six pack of two-hearted ale bells probably top three beers right now for me and um try to get Try to get a, get some more of that here soon. Again, I think it was on several of our top five of 2017. I think we counted that down months ago, and we were like, yeah, that's definitely the best beer yep. out there. Yeah. No doubt. Excellent. So last week, we talked about, I talked about, let's see, was the, I think it was the Florida Weiss that, that came out from Coppertail. Um, I've been on a big Coppertail kick. I really, really like Coppertail a lot. The one I talked about last week but didn't get was the, Sorcha O'Sullivan, which is part of their, uh, they have this crazy like IPA series that's coming out. It's called mm. the Alpha Hunt series. And I mean, all I could find from the, I had to Google it because all I could find from the bottle was that it literally says Copper, Copper Tail Brewing um, Alpha Hunt IPA series. So this features Medusa and Idaho 7 hops. 
which sounds again very domestic, very uh, very earthy here to uh, at least the 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 U.S. of A. Um, but there's several beers that are in this, and I think part again from the research that I've gathered is that um, essentially there's three releases that they are making with these different hunt series. Uh, so this is the first of that, and basically it was available only from um, October, late October, November, December of last year. Um, so the the you know this is basically the remains of what the bottle uh, what's left over. Um, but I really like it. It, it is an IPA. Um, it's very hoppy. It's very earthy. It's very fruity. Uh, which if you read anything about it, that's that's what they all say. That the general consensus is big citrus and tropical fruit notes, which is precisely what this beer tastes like. So. Mm. Um, it's like six and a quarter alcohol, but compared to say like a highlight or something, citrus, just big citrus, very tropical flavor. So I like it. I really dig it right now, especially because it's 30 degrees here and then it's 60 degrees, then it's 80 degrees and it's 40 degrees again. So, um, this just retains the citrus and and the tropics, which I like. So I just did a quick search because I've actually never heard of Medusa hops. And, um, as you said, the characteristics are citrus fruit, uh, apricot, melon, and guava. So, uh, and it also quotes very intense. Um, you guys can find that uh, on on the internet. But yeah, that sounds delicious, Donnie. I have to try that. On the internet, you say I've got to try that. That's, that's an interesting <laughs> place to look for things. The intranet. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's good, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I've never had uh, an IPA that that tastes exactly like this, but man. <clears throat> Damn, if I'm not impressed by everything Coppertail puts out. I was impressed last time, and last episode, and I'm impressed this one. So good Sweet. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So, all right. So thanks. Thanks, guys. That's good info. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Essentially, before we, we start any other stories, pump the brakes because we are approaching, what, 30 days out from Florida Craft Beer Day, Mr. Raga, Mr. Mr. Lausman. Dane, oh, yeah. unfortunately, you won't be there with us, but you'll be there in spirit. Man, what a good time. This is shaping to be a one-of-a-kind, unique event. We've never done anything like this before. Three years running, three years recognized by the city of Tampa and the mayor, Bobby B., Mayor Bob Buckhorn, who has uh, already signed off on the proclamation and given us the the good graces to it at least call upon February 15th, 2018 as the third annual Florida Craft Beer Day. Pat yourselves on the back, uh, boys and girls, because this, uh, this is a big deal. It really is. And and it's it's a big deal for a lot of other people besides us. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he he also didn't go to mayor school for seven years to be called Bobby B. So. <laughs> That's true. I I don't actually I don't think he went to mayor school at school at all. He may or not have. Oh, jeez, oh, oh, that was ah oh, really I really set myself up for that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, scraping the oh, bottom boy. of the barrel on that one. That's yep. okay. I yeah, liked that okay. one. Um, I really did. I was looking for one more. I, just I was going to say, anyways, there, uh, basically, there, there <laughs> you could be a stand-up comedian one day. That's that, that was all I was going to. It's may or may use... not have. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well done. <laughs> may or may uh, not have. Is that going to be your mayor name when you graduate mayor school, else? <laughs> Actually, no. I would change my name to Nate so I can be mayor and Nate. <laughs> uh well uh, besides that just about five ways to plug the word mayor into a word that's awesome oh we've got more i'm sure right guy i'm sure we have a yeah, lot yeah i can more. keep going yeah this All is right. not um, difficult <laughs> nope no but it is hard to listen to we are celebrating florida craft beer day for a few reasons uh essentially uh florida jobs we're we're at this point 2018 believe it or not guys if we're listening uh, back in the day when we first started this thing, we're talking like 35,000 Florida jobs, if not 50,000. I've got to really pull these numbers again, but but over, you know, uh, almost 
a billion dollars in, in wages and salaries for the state. Uh, we're talking like 700 million in federal state taxes paid. So if you think craft beer doesn't do anything for the state, doesn't do anything for anybody except get people drunk, you're wrong. And if nothing else, I hope you've learned that just from, uh, you know, listening to this podcast and listening to the things that we we celebrate and, and why this is such a big day. So this is the first time in three years that this event is actually public. So I suggest that you Google simply or just type in floridacraftbeerday.com to your Chrome, whatever it is that you use, or find us on Facebook. Um, our Facebook group, as Ryan has plugged and is doing a great job of maintaining and keeping our head above water, uh, Craft Brews and Geek News on Facebook. Find it out there or go to the Brewmasters Club on Facebook and you'll also find the event there. So simply just check it out, share it with your friends. This is going to be a very limited seating, limited space. And I I promise you that I not just send a note to the owner today, Ryan. Uh, they will sell out. They will fill up. They, they will not be enough room for everybody that wants to join. I think we have just under a thousand views right now on the website or the uh, the event page has been up for about 48 hours, holy if holy. not less. So That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so um, the place can maybe fit one. I don't, I don't, not well, not a hundred people. He said a hundred people. I I don't know if that can work. Go I ahead. We'll have to open up a second balcony for the other thousand people. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that just the two thousand of us will fit. Uh, we might want to consider opening a first balcony because that sounds <laughs> dangerous. I, you know. <laughs> You'll have that with balconies. I don't know what you. <laughs> oh, did did you say where, where the good people can find us on that day? Yeah. Again, everybody just follow along. Uh, Florida, or, excuse me, FloridaCraftBeerDay.com or Craft Brews and Geek News on Facebook. We will be uh, Facebooking live from that group and from Brewmasters Club on Facebook. So uh, please just check it out. Again, FloridaCraftBeerDay.com. We will post a live link to YouTube or whatever it is that we can stream from there at that time so we hope to see you Excellent. guys there. and everybody can join at home too simply just raise a glass at seven o'clock and cheers to florida craft beer because that's all we're going to be doing we just happen to be doing it with a couple of special friends of ours a couple of brewers um chris from 610 tim from craft life brewing we're gonna have christian roberts from uh paradise we're gonna have christian the, the owner of brew there talking we have a lot of of friends and some special guests and some surprises that may show up too, um, awesome. as well as as some different attributes and different things to enjoy with the show. So we hope to see you guys there. And if not, simply reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever you can. Um, and please uh, let us know for how you wanna you wanna be involved. We're happy to uh, to have friends, especially friends that are friends of the Craft Brews and News podcast. All right, moving on, boys. So <laughs> we have to. We're gonna we're gonna try and move. We're gonna try and move real quickly here. Um, essentially, we had a, we had an old story that I'll, I'll kind of put back in the hot, on the hopper here, just in case uh, we want to use it, just in the sake of time. One thing that did come out literally yesterday, I think I texted all you guys, and of course we we put it up in the group. But it's essentially the the car service Lyft. So if you're familiar with Lyft or Uber, they have actually decided to launch their own craft beer. Um, it's very cool. It's it's a neat idea. They partner with um, Bader Bra. Brewing in Chicago to make five-star lager, which um, is available this week starting in Chicago bars. Each can comes with a discount code to Lyft to, for a $5 off your ride, uh, which is pretty cool. So it's a Hell's Lager, um, and basically it's a rebrand of the brewing company's Southside Pride. But Lyft hopes to encourage responsible driving uh, by selling the beer and then offering a discount code. Totally like it. I, I really think that's a neat idea. Um, it is a microbrewery that they're supporting, and Lyft is a huge um, worldwide presence. 
So I think that might be uh, very interesting to see where it, where it goes out for or, or what happens to this brand and this beer as this thing progresses. Um, but it's, uh, it's a discount code, I believe, for 40 to 60 cents off a ride up to $5. And it expires within one week. So hmm. pretty exciting. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that. But I read that article and I was like, all right, wait, responsible driving and it's beer. Love it. Absolutely love it. I I I uh I love the idea. It's awesome, and personally, um, absolutely love uh, Lyft. I love all the you know the driving services and things like that because they're the coolest way to do all that jazz these days. Have an issue with um, the the type of beer that they chose? Um, I personally would have gone, and you're gonna probably notice this real quickly. I would have gone with maybe a Dunkel, and then they could have called it the Drunkel. I think that would have been pretty cool. They could have done some sort of, you know, maybe like a, like a, you know, designated driver style beer, but, uh, you know, more props to them for coming up with something. Um, but, uh, maybe they could have gotten a little bit more punny with it. I don't know. <laughs> but that'd be neat. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They, they could have changed the name to anything. I don't know why they chose that beer or what that was behind it, but, um, I just, I think it's just a cool initiative. I really like it. I, I wonder why Uber hasn't came up with something like this. Unless Lyft is literally losing, share and trying to gain it any way they, they can they should have just called it five star lifter to be honest with you because <laughs> yeah yeah i agree. That would have made a lot more sense but um to, to that tune last man uh, a lot of people that are out getting hammered you know whether it's liquor or anything like that they're you know if especially if they're not craft beer fans they're probably used to their normal blood lights and things of that nature so you know maybe start with the lager then work your way up to, to something different but that was the just my appeal yeah, yeah, mass appeal. Mass Ryan, appeal indeed. Uh, how about you tell that to Bruber? All right. <laughs> okay. Is Bruber well a thing? It, I don't know if that's it a is thing. now. It is now. <laughs> Bruber is a thing now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> lock that away real fast. Delete the Bruber. Bruber.com <laughs> is an authentic Italian restaurant uh, founded in 1960. They have an Italian or a English version of their website. I stand corrected. It's not an Italian restaurant. I was making an assumption. It's an artwork. It's a, uh, oh. it's a very uh, crappily made website that features artists uh, named the Master Bruber in art. That's Sorry. Whoops. ridiculous. I like my thing better because yeah. it, like, it should be like a giant beer keg that people drive around like a go-kart. And they're like, get in. Like, I'll take you to the next place. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. I, got, I, might, I might be. I got to be I'm honest, though. Wire cart of the brain. <laughs> when, I, when I first shared this story, my first thought was, wait, they're going to put beer inside of each lift? How is that possible? Yep, I thought so, too. <laughs> that's not the case here. So. Yeah, I mean, why not? Hey, Johnny, you're being responsible. Here's a free beer. What? Huh? This is great. <laughs> I, sounds good to me. I'd take a lift any day. <laughs> lift from yeah, home. The problem- the problem is, yeah, when you feed when you feed booze to those people that are already calling those those uh, yeah. ride share services, knowing that they're not driving, they tend to be a little more. Uh, oh yeah, because they're they're not driving and they know it already. So, and we've <laughs> all met plenty of those drivers that are pissed off at all the drunk people they've taken home, but they still do it as a great service. Yeah, nearly every single Uber driver is like, well, at least nobody puked in my car tonight. And that's. <laughs> Oh, right. yeah, movie theater. Yeah, they chose that life. <laughs> yeah, this is a quick question. You guys ever have a uh, like a windows down, like smoking in their own car type of Uber where they're just like, meh. <laughs> you ever have one of those? I, I don't think like, I, I, mean, I got one. Pretty good. 727 yellow cab, maybe, but. No. Yeah. 
Now, I got an Uber one driver. Time. I got an Uber one time. The guy looked at me and he like lit up a cigarette. He's like, you need a ride. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You're pretty cool. I guess I do need a ride from you, man. <laughs> I was like, hop on in. I was like, all your windows are down. He's like, yeah, it's a nice night. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Let's go wherever you want to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of tolerance for that kind of stuff. We had a we had a shitty one recently, but but whatever. Anyways, moving on past crappy ubers we can talk about that all night long so any thoughts before we, we move on past this this will be the end of our beer segment because of the essence of time we're trying to move things along here absolutely all right so moving on and man do we have a lot to move on to in a short amount of time i don't know if you guys have been paying attention or paid attention to ces uh which essentially is um over now and it was last week so not this one but but what is it you may ask ryan it's the biggest consumer technology show on earth so um, huge deal, and it's January 9th through 12th. It's a uh, there's press only, there's all sorts of stuff, but but when the masses get there, essentially they showcase things not like video games and consoles and whatnot, but it would be like you know Google Home or Google Glass or or other Google products or the <laughs> the way that your your VR you're, Google and yeah. Amazon pretty much. Well, <laughs> 4K is debuted there, 8K this year. I mean all this crazy stuff um that, 8k that yeah we're on 8k now and you tell, oh. I, heard, I heard in japan they've got 15k i don't i, don't, I could be way wrong they don't but... even have anything broadcasting in 4k they just went straight right. to eight holy right. shit well they're just they're jumping faster than of course broadcast media can can come up with but of course that's the disconnect between broadcast and traditional media and nowadays and how users consume their media so anyways well, well we won't get off topic on that truth, but truth, truth, but truth. here you could find a dishwasher that would talk to your washing machine and tell your fridge when to order stuff depending on when you were doing your laundry crazy uh, right i only have one of those <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, well <laughs> what happened to personal <laughs> responsibility yes uh, I, uh, I, I literally like I'm not kidding you. This week I rode the Carousel of Progress, and everything that happened in CES just blows that out of the water. And if you're not familiar with That's Carousel weird. Progress, is Google it. It's at Disney World. Go ahead, Los. That's weird because that scene with the kitchen from the early 1800s. Oh, uh, right around the turn of the century. That is my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and all the all the drawers and the stove go. It's pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It happens well, about every 20 minutes in my house. <laughs> well, Dane, did you did you have any insights or did you pick up on this story as we're going on? Are you kind of excluded from the CES uh, stories that happened? Uh, I guess a week week ago. Yeah, I'm not too wound up in all that tech kind of stuff. I have friggin' Alexa. She's oh, she just turned on for you, but she's uh <laughs> they always do. I, I just what, say your name, she turns yeah. on for you. I ask her what the weather is like, and that's pretty much it. So <laughs> yeah. I don't have any VR or crazy. I, I'm still rocking the LED. I think maybe even LCD, whatever. So it is what it is. You know who has that kind of cash right now? Mm -mm. nobody and everything if you looked at that everything was like it's gonna be four hundred dollars four hundred four hundred four hundred dollars or twelve hundred dollars like what the <laughs> who is, who is mean, buying our, this our stuff? 4k is still pretty pricey like what's going on with that yeah 4k's are but you should see the price on the 8k yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. They're about a G what happened more. to the 5k <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not ours. It always doubles. It doubles and doubles and doubles. Anyways, so so just some quick highlights. Essentially, like you mentioned, Dane, uh, the voice talk. You know, the funny thing is when these things come out, it's like two to four years above what is actually happening, right? But then CES last year is like three to 
two or it's this weird ratio of like a jumping frog over these hurdles and each one gets weirder and weirder but now ryan's talking to us on an apple laptop i have two 4k tvs you have a headset you have a headset that can that can display audio like this and laos well laos i think has two laptops i also, got the one yeah but you've also got you've got a ps4 and an xbox one so so go screw yourself man that's what yeah. i'm saying that's like, true we don't, don't talk to it right there Right, yeah. yeah, King of the Castle. We don't think we're there yet, but like each year that goes by, you're surprised at how much this stuff you absorb over a year. So, so I just want to run through this list really quickly, and then and then we can take a stab at this or, or look back next year on the same time and say, oh, look how funny that is. Nobody thought we'd be doing uh, this. So, quick, quick couple tidbits, and we'll move right along because we have a video game coverage that we have to get to as well from ces 2018 uh google assistant and amazon alexa basically took the competition or took the whole expo uh what that means is that you know everything as i mentioned from your uh, dishwasher to your tv to your laundry machine now can all talk to each other which is terrifying um you can also talk you can also talk back right so you can sit here in your living room and say like dane says hey dishwasher what's the weather like today and for some god ungodly reason it'll tell you um, but but not chill only... out, refrigerator. That that would be good. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Were you thinking clap, about that from clap, the first clap, clap. <laughs> the first time I said refrigerator, or are you thinking about that recently? Just now. Came okay, good. Get, get <laughs> I'm getting not quicker, cool, like mouse. <laughs> not cool. All right. So so that stuff's coming, and basically every device now is being integrated with your audio. So you can have um, like you know literally a microwave that you just say talk to, and it works. So awesome. But they're all integrating with either Google or Alexa. I don't know if that means there's a competitor that's coming in. I highly doubt it considering the real estate that's in, involved with these things, but that's cool to see that these voice enabled things because for a while, do you remember how it was all video enabled, like the connect and things like that were gonna run your life and like, whoa, I don't want a camera on me, but I'll let you listen to me all day long. Kind of odd. Um, with that, Asus and, um, and Acer are both um, counting on Alexa. Last man, question for you, is Cortana dead? Well. I mean, being an AI, she was technically never alive or dead, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's a weird old Halo bit there. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, is she gone? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, they might reboot her. Like, they might reboot her when holograms come out because that literally is her in all the lore, but uh, until then, she might be dormant, uh, to say the least. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree. And the Hollow Lens or whatever the hell it is that that Microsoft's working on, maybe that will be her revival. I I don't know, but um, I thought it was interesting because they're literally it's like Google or Alexa, and if you're not in, you're out. So, um, very interesting. But Lenovo, which is really taken off, is backed upon the the Android operating system in Google. So it will be very interesting to see uh, where Samsung, Lenovo, couple with Google, Acer, Asus, um, take Alexa. Let's let's see kind of who shakes out. Um, another thing that's happening is um, a 146-inch display from Samsung, which I think is effing awesome. Um, it can be it can be fit what? to size to size any wall and or look exactly like your wall with a say 46-inch TV in the middle or a 58-inch TV or a 70-inch TV, whatever you want. Um, the 146-inch screen can literally uh, size to anything you want, and it's called modular, so you can attach additional TVs onto the edges of that TV to make it an even bigger TV. Uh, love it. <laughs> I can only imagine the price tag on that said TV. 
uh, I don't want to imagine that <laughs> price tag. I'm, said I'm, sure, I'm sure it's hard to even think of. I just realized I don't have 146 inch wall space at all in my apartment. <laughs> That's okay. It's <laughs> modular. It can be smaller. You can buy the big one and make it smaller. Isn't that great? Can it wash my clothes and dishes? No. Or either. But it can talk to your dishwasher that you don't have. Oh. And your clothes machine, which you also don't have. Mm. <laughs> I got a microwave, but it's it's not very talkative. Yours is more like a macro wave. Well, so. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Besides that, there's a slew, there's a slew of VR headsets coming out, some wired, some wireless, some 8K, some 4K, some very high definition. Doesn't really matter. None of that crap is catching on yet, but they are still pushing it like a son of a bitch. So uh Huai, Huai, I don't know. There's something from China that's coming out with that. The HTC Vibe Pro, um, that's different, that's new, a, a second model of that. And then Lenovo again with the Mirage Solo is coming out um, from a, a big push here again, 400 bucks. Um, but there is a, a huge Google tie there in, in, in a full immersion that you can play with Google's AR and VR to really make a cohesive experience. So um, cool stuff for VR. I still think we're a year or two out from really having that be like, oh, God, I get it. But I do have PlayStation 4, and I got it for part of the VR experience. Um, so, you know, you never know. <laughs> I was about to say, last piece of news from CES, Game Boy is having a resurgence. They're making a brand new Game Boy um, from a company called Hyperkin. Uh, they essentially are literally taking the Game Boy and making a new one with things like an HD screen or uh, stereo speakers, uh, multiple audio inputs and out outputs, and you can use your existing Game Boy games and or buy new ones, which I'm sure will be reproduced, um, to slide into the back just like your old Game Boy. I don't know why on earth people feel they need the Game Boy. I don't really like the Game Boy as much as I like the other ones, but this thing will have a six-hour battery life, which doesn't require 16 AA batteries, which is helpful, um, and it will not have any pre-installed games. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, you guys, That's the last story we got, but you guys you guys keen for a, uh, for a new Game Boy? No. Uh yeah <laughs> no i mean i'm I, I have a 3ds that i play weekly and i don't see myself going back to the old yeah. game boy it's just a, at it's all. a weird step it's a weird step that like i don't know people, i don't have an people i mean you guys kind of get that vibe with your nes classic and all that good stuff it, it may touch with some people that are like gotta have the game boy and that, that's what they grew up on so so maybe that's their niche or whatever but for me, definitely not. I'm with you, Dan. Yeah, uh, definitely not needed. I've got like eight Game Boys on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a couple too. Like weird enough, I didn't even plan this. I've got he one right daily. <laughs> no, I got one right, has one right there. That's that's amazing. <laughs> I didn't Game Boy Neon Green. It's well, it's a Game Boy Color. I mean, it's oh hey, <laughs> settle down there, guy. <laughs> What's in what's yeah. in the game? What's in the, what's the cartridges in there right now? Well, actually, no. There's not even batteries in it. But I mean, yeah. There's <laughs> okay because what was in there was Zelda, and then I got frustrated with that, so I switched, of course, back to Advance Wars. But we don't need to get into that. The point is, is that it literally is still flawless from its, its old day. So if you want to play Game Boy, guess what? They're like eighteen dollars anywhere. You can play Advance um, War on your old Game Boy Color, and I can go pick it up and play it on my new 3DS, and it's basically the same game. And it's Maybe still wonderful. Maybe a little bit better graphics, but not nothing. Okay, crazy. now you're just now you're just, Maybe just a smidge. 
<laughs> just okay. a smidge, of course. Get, get some batteries there, guy. Okay. <laughs> well, I need batteries. Yes, this is true. I need batteries yeah. for a lot of things, Dane. What am I going to start doing? <laughs> Turning the changing the channel from the couch? What are you, madman? Also, Laos and Dane, both of you guys, just so you know, there's a game called Tiny Metal. Have you heard of it? Uh, no. Yeah, I think I have. Tiny Metal is essentially Advanced Wars, but it's been recreated for um, 2000. 17 18 i guess now um but it's on steam and it is exactly it is exactly advanced wars but it's literally on steam that you can play multiplayer and have a great time with it it's fantastic i've heard it's not as good as advanced wars if you ask me but yes it is i will give it a lot of a lot of props it's it's actually pretty i mean it's good an exact try. copy so don't give it props it's an exact copy of advanced <laughs> wars but that's fine not giving it nope I'm going to give it some yep. props. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Yep. Anything else, boys? We have a very small amount of time now to get through some of these games. I still have all my Pokemon cartridges. Just throwing that out there. I, I play my blue often. Yeah. Like I play, I played that. That's the last game I played on Game Boy. Actually, I'm, playing, I'm playing the brand new one. So that's the game I'm playing. Sun or Moon, or which one is the new one? New one. The I'm playing Ultra Sun. See, I'm waiting for them to come to Switch, and then I'm all over it. But <laughs> yeah, well, there's that's, yeah. that's coming. That's the next step. That's yeah. coming. Yep. It's coming. All right. It's speaking of games, speaking I'm, of- I'm actually trying to avoid the Ultra Sun because the ginger thing. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of games that are upcoming, I wanted to just include a few minutes here dialogue. And now that we've got Dano, um, just to talk about some 2018 games and beyond or current um, that are coming out here. Um, I have a couple favorites that I can go through. I have just a couple quick hits, but. Uh, Dane, I don't know if you've had even a chance to really think about games for 2018. 2017, if you guys think about it, we had the Switch, we had uh, Mario Odyssey, we had Legend of Zelda, we had Doom, we had um, the remakes of Skyrim, and we had we had a ton of games come out. Um, Wolfenstein, we had a bunch of games come out. This year, I'm looking at this lineup and I'm like, like what the hell? What what is what am I most excited about? Because <laughs> this year, last time, last time this year, I was like seething for a switch. We had a whole discussion and many episodes about it. So, what are we looking forward to, guys? In 2018, praying that Kingdom Hearts drops this year. Kingdom Hearts three. Is there a yeah, because I heard that might even get delayed. Yeah, I mean they've been delaying okay. it for ten yeah. years. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so that's what I'm. I hope that comes out because it'll be for the PS4. Um, so I'll pick it up for that. Have you um, played any of those? Any of the Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've not played a single one. So one and two I enjoyed, and then since two they've had like little mini series ones, if you if you will, for like mini. Uh, the PS Vita and just random crap. But uh, mini, yeah, mini mini series. <laughs> <laughs> not not many not many mouths. Okay, she. Is that a joke for Disney? <laughs> so that's what I'm most excited for. You know, hoping. You know, fingers crossed. God of War, which drops very soon. The new Spider-Man for PS4s looks really good. Anthem, which kind of like looks like Destiny, that looks really good. So I think. Wait, hold on, because I yeah. I had a yeah I put a little blur about um Anthem in the list here, because I was I was really looking forward to that too as well. PS4, Xbox One, and PC fall of 2018. Do you think, given the longevity and the success of like Destiny? And Halo, of course, before that. Um, this is basically where you, you step into a mech and then you you operate in the same the same environment that you would as Destiny or, or whatever it was. Yeah. Do you do you think we're gonna get the same level of engagement or do you think that there's I personally the re- reason I bring this up is because I feel like all of the components that are bringing this game anthem, and if Ryan or Laos you haven't seen it, 
just Google it. There's there's millions of trailers out there, I think, for it. It looks too good to be true, in my yeah. opinion. I feel like that Destiny 2 is too close to the heels of this Anthem game that they, they're they saying, Anthem's going to be it. Anth- you're going to be singing the Anthem by the end of this, and then it's going to come out and just fell right on its face. Yeah. My, my thought. Depends on how big the world is. I know Destiny 2 was like people were chomping at the bit to play that because it was going to be a little bit more open world, a little bit bigger or whatever, and it kind of fell on its face in a sense. Um, Anthem, it looks good. You know, if you think of Titanfall where you're getting like a little mech, but it's more like Iron Man suit, I guess. And and if you can fly around like the whole world in your suit, then awesome. Um, I am reserved on it a little bit. I'll probably wait when it comes out view what people are saying about it, playing it, all that good stuff before I make a decision. Um, so that's kind of my take on it. It looks good, though. Well, and you brought up – and Lyle, so I'll, I'll let you go. I'm sorry. I know you have something to say, but I know you, you brought up Titanfall 2 because Titanfall 2, I've heard – and I I've not played Titanfall 1 or 2, but I've heard that it's got some of the best multiplayer as to date. Like, it is, it is one of the best first-person shooters that are out there currently. Um so Titanfall 2 comparison is great. They're talking about Mass Effect and KOTAR, uh, which is the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, don't, <laughs> I, I just don't know. You might like it because Mass Effect, it's going to have that vibe to it. So Mass Effect, Destiny rolling into one, then then game on. But we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, do you have anything on that? No, I mean, I've not really, I've not really had too much uh, hands-on experience with... Uh, with either Destiny 2 or, uh, you know, any of those other ones. But I'm, I'm hoping that that would be great. I mean, I love, I love the idea of open worlds. I mean, if I can uh, sort of segue into something that I'm kind of excited about. Um, yeah, give us, give, us your, give us your top three or four. And I'm sorry, Dana, if I cut you off, if you got any other pressing ones, you know, jump in. I'll, but I'll say them later. I got a whole yeah. list for you. All right, let's do it, Lost Man. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? <laughs> I don't even have, you know, I've got about two that I'm actually looking forward to. And, and you know, really just uh, one of them's kind of off the cuff. Uh, Dynasty Warrior, I think it's nine. Um, yeah, nine. It's actually open world. Thank you, Dane. Uh, it's actually open world. So you get to do all the cool beat em up, smash em up stuff that you used to do in Dynasty Warrior, like in 2000, what, four, maybe? <laughs> um <laughs> It's like that, but against like people and stuff, or like you know, in an open world. So, um, about that, that's kind of a yeah, cool one. That one looks um, good. Yeah, um, and then I'm, you know, I'd like to let somebody else go first because I don't want to <laughs> next. I don't want to. Well, I, I know Ryan's seething on one game that's coming out. Yeah. What in the next I, month or so? <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Yeah. So what are you excited for for that, buddy? Because I'm telling you, I don't know anything about it. Everything. It just looks completely different from like the Xenoverse games and all of the other Dragon Ball Z games that that I've played or one that I have. Um, it, the, like I said, the graphics are going to be phenomenal. I think the characters, they're, they're opening some up to a lot of what's going on in the Super uh, episodes and things like that. So it's just going to be really interesting to play. And uh, yeah. I think Dane probably feels the same way. I think yeah. him and I have chatted a little bit about it here and there, but um, well, at least Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> but uh, yeah. and what's going on in that universe. But yeah, it's just going to be phenomenal. So I'm really looking forward to that on the 26th. As a matter of fact, I will say this: I already have it pre-ordered. Oh, and sick! 
Yeah, <laughs> it'll be here yeah. on the 26th. That's what Best Buy promised. And it comes with a mini bop doll of future trunks. So very totally cool. worth the uh, totally worth the price. So does future trunks have hair? Yes, future trunks has oh. hair. Purple. Oh man. Should know only new trunks with no hair. <laughs> trunks with no hair. Baby trunks? <laughs> maybe maybe I'm talking about that. Oh, damn it. No, no, you're no, talking no, about, no. You're talking about Krillin, maybe? Nah, Krillin? He's talking about Krillin. Krillin. Oh, the dots. Uh, yeah, he had yeah, the dots. Krillin. All right, my bad. It's okay. You guys, fair, you guys right? have had the floor for like five or ten minutes now. I've just been silent. But you brought up Dragon Ball Z and I'm like, or Super, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all about it. We'll talk yeah. about this now. The <laughs> no. Z Fighter, it's it's not 2D, it's not 3D, it's like a two and a half D, if you will. Uh it's a fighting game. It looks fantastic. Finisher moves look crazy. Looks a like lot of people are talking about. It. Yeah, oh it looks it looks game really game. good. Yeah, it almost looks like you're gonna watch an episode of the the show while playing, uh, you know, this this game. And there's gonna be battles where you can have three people, three different characters that one can jump in after the other, and if one jumps out, then they'll heal and rest up. So it could be like this long battle. You know, it's not just gonna end quickly when somebody gets KO'd kind of thing. So I just, from what the hype that I've read and heard about it, it looks like it's going to be done very well. So I think you'll be, hopefully you'll be pleasantly surprised as, as I oh, was yeah. with Zelda and with Mario this, this last year. So hopefully oh, yeah. it, it scratches that itch, my man. One could say the producers are Krillin the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how many people actually fight with Krillin in the games though. Ow, come on. Just give him some freaking credit. It's like the one guy that made die. I remember. I, I okay. think he would fight with him if Android 18 did something after you won. <laughs> okay. Since, yeah. since, since we've got the whole team here, I've got to run over two more that I'm looking at just, just quickly. I don't know if you guys have played it. You switch owners out there. The Project Octopath Traveler. Has anybody seen that? It's it was a demo. It's free to download. Um, it is an un. It's Square Enix and it's undisclosed uh, launch date. But it's a um, it's an eight bit with depth. So imagine like Skyrim. That's now an eight bit version that you progress the same way, but then it's turn based fighting. Um, I really enjoyed it. I only played the demo, which gives you about four bass, um, four boss battles to fight. Uh, but it's really cool, and I, I really did enjoy it. And the 8-bit stuff fits on the Switch perfectly because it's in high def, but it's still 8-bit. It's hard to imagine. But again, Octopath, um, a project Octopath Traveler. Try it out. Take a look. Square Enix 2D, 3D. It's really pretty cool. Um, Yoshi's coming out for Switch. I think that's cool. Mario Tennis Aces, dude, Lausman, looking at you. How many hours have we sunk into Mario Tennis? I mean, just saying. Just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'd say 40 love. Deuces. That was good. Aww. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't, that's, that's going to be one of those probably have to just get it just because I loved Mario Tennis and I'm sure it'll be a rumble. You know, your controller now, the motion control is the good God who cares, but. I'm pretty sure that'll that'll be fun. Country, Tropical Freeze. Uh, I loved Donkey Kong Country when it came out. Uh, I loved it on the Super Nintendo. thought it was really good. I liked it on the, the N64 when it came out. Uh, so I, I will probably get that. That's a May 4th launch date. We'll see. But the thing I'm most excited for is, of course, just DLC to Super Mario Odyssey. This came out you know, two weeks ago at this point. 
Um, but it's there's a new mini game called Balloon World. It's a free update, which again is awesome. And I love what Nintendo is doing with their DLC. They did it with Zelda, and I just loved it, Dane. Zelda DLC. <laughs> Come on, yeah, man. It's really good. Did you get really the motorbike good. yet? No, I haven't. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> you get a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> i saw but yeah yeah you know that everybody that plays zelda knows that and wants it and it's awesome but i still can't power up my goddamn month or my month my sword? master sword yeah, yeah. i still never dude it's so i know like two different guys that have beat that there's 46 freaking levels i can't get past level eight i don't understand don't understand what Is they there do job video games where they just play 24 7 <laughs> they're both in it so i don't know okay. maybe it has something to do with it um, but those are those are really cool. And again, that there's a there's a um, this Mario DLC is going to be very fun, and it comes with uh, new snapshot mode and filters and new outfits and all sorts of stuff. So I really really love the Super Mario Odyssey and how once once you get to a certain point, it unlocks a whole lot more to do, which I have not even again dipped my toe into to complete. But I just love the fact that you can go back to a game like Mario and just continue playing. So any Switch owners out there, how to suggest the Mario Odyssey. The DLC is coming um, in February, so it's going to be really cool. Um, we talked about Anthem. Skull and Bones coming out on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Um, that is like Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed 4. Black minus, yeah. minus the Assassin part. So everything that was in there except for those missions, which I am primed for. All about it. Um, I think that's very cool. Supernatural elements like Davy Jones and a Kraken and stuff like that. Awesome. Sounds very cool to me. Definitely pick that up. And then Metroid Prime 4. That's the last one on my list uh, for the Switch. I love Metroid. Always love Metroid. Never could beat one single Metroid game. So I hope <laughs> this will be the one that I can do. Um, but this looks really cool for Samus's uh, first-person shooter explorations. I'm just very excited for it. So um, that's it. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Because I've got two more stories before this short episode wraps up. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, shout out to Red Dead Redemption 2. Hell yeah. And Days Gone. Oops. I saw the trailer for that. And I don't know what to think of it. but uh, Open world, zombies, you're a bounty, honey, a bounty hunter, rather. It looks really good. I feel like we're on the cusp of zombies where they've done about all they can do, but let's... It's, uh, it's kind of got a World War Z feel to it where they're kind of fast and like crazy, oh, Jesus. Which, which isn't like my yeah, community my as far right, as right, zombies right, yeah, go, yeah. but it looks, it looks crazy. So All right. As long as all people right. are all about the post-apocalyptic world, then zombies will still be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So before we get on to the last topic, I want to talk to Laos Man and Dane, possibly both of you guys. Give us some quick thoughts on this phenomenon called PUBG. Oh, <laughs> Player unknown battlegrounds. Do I got that right? Is that what yes. that means? Yep. Yes, you do. And oh, I'm so baffled by this thing. Still only on You're PC, right? Demo on, acronym? Demo on no, Xbox uh, One? Negative. Uh, I believe the full game is out on Xbox One. Oh, is One. it? Yes, um, I know you can buy it. Uh, I know you can actually spend the money on it. So, um, but yes, no. So, um, as with any game that goes from uh, a PC startup to console, a uh, couple of hiccups along the way. But the general premise of the game, for anyone who's not familiar with it, is it's literally it, it is the rules of the Hunger Games <laughs> applied to a shooter like Call of Duty or Battlefield. For which I am freaking in on. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, those are those are literally the rules. So it's it's 
it's pretty great in in a nutshell. Um, the premise of it's wonderful, and uh, the gameplay is uh, never the same. It's one of those games where you can play it for uh, 50, 60, 100 hours, and you never have the same game because things are randomized. Items are randomized. Gear is randomized. Um, all sorts of things are just whatever you can find, wherever you think you'll find it. And um, there's vehicles. Everyone parachutes in from a C-130. Uh, and uh, it's just anarchy from there on out until the map decides to get so small that everyone has to just sort of off each other. Wow. So have you yep. played Laos or have you played Dane? No. Okay, you've watched a lot of fight. Have you played it all? Uh, negative. Uh, a lot of my buddies have it already, but I've just watched a lot of footage. Uh, basically, uh, you you have to think about the things that you don't think about in other video games. So it even brings, I would almost say, like a inventory based system from like Skyrim or something like that. Like so, you where you're building stuff as you're grabbing it and running around and and you're swapping things out. You're okay. So basically, you start. Everyone starts out in the same plane, and that's the weird part. Everyone in the game is in the same C-130, and then they all go, "Okay, I'm gonna jump now. Bye!" And everyone gets a parachute, and that's it. So everyone jumps out of the helicopter or the, the the C-130. They free fall down. They steer themselves where they want to go. There's a massive area for them to cover. They start, you know, exploring, you know, broken down schools, buildings, whatever, looking for backpacks, looking for guns, ammo. Some ammo won't fit certain guns. Some backpacks won't fit certain weapons, things like that. You run into these issues with inventory before you even start running into people, usually. But uh, but beyond that, I mean, it, it's a fantastic open world shooter that turns into a small world shooter. <laughs> um, so... It's truly, I mean, it's a, it's a good-looking game. It's a beautiful-looking game. It plays well to a lot of people that I see playing it, so um, I, it's highly recommended. There's been some issues. Um, there's been some, some clones to the game. Um, you know, it's Yeah, a lot of cheating. More on the I PC mean, side, but that's what I was going right. to ask about. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Which, I, which I definitely foresee happening. But just to move things along, Blossman, as the sole Xbox One owner of the group, we will use the funds from the Amazon link that you all can contribute to. <laughs> To buy Laos a copy of uh, PUBG mm -hmm. so we can actually have some dialogue on this. We'll connect on that later, Laos, man. But Mr. Rye Guy, question for you. You have now played a, two of the best first-person shooters of what I would say our current lifetime experience. We are talking about Battlefront 2, which I'm only literally saying is one of the best, only because I'm a Star Wars fan. And Battlefront 4, uh, thanks to Mr. Lausman and Dano for their cohesive uh, enthusiasm for this game. Ryan, just as a guy who is coming from an outside perspective as of the recent years, um, thinking and talking about Battlefield and Battlefront, can you give us uh, your quick takes? And we, again, I'm trying to wrap this up quickly, guys, as fast as you want to go through it. But um, what are your thoughts on the two briefly? But mainly, I want to hear what your reflective position is on Battlefront, uh, Battlefield 4 as you're new to that one, uh, newer than last time we talked about Battlefront 2. Well, go for it, buddy. In in, <laughs> in short, I'm getting better <laughs> at everything. <laughs> um, I I really enjoy playing Battlefront Two. Uh, to be honest with you, it's it's really um, intriguing. I think maybe because it's the Star Wars universe. So I've been playing that a lot more than uh, Battlefield. Obviously, we guys, uh, all of us, have played together. Uh, died a lot. Got flipped upside down a couple of times. But um, it's it's just different. And I'm like I said, I'm getting better. Um, at, at learning how to play and learning how to shoot, really, that's the hardest part. But uh, overall, a great experience, Donnie. Um, 
that that's kind of been my take. I just keep playing it. I wouldn't say nightly, but you know, when the kids go to bed, I might sneak an hour or two here or there. So that's that's kind of a good thing for me. Yeah. So when we're playing together, because I guess that's the only time we played Battlefront Four or Battlefield Four. Do you have a preference? Do you like one opposed the other in terms of the combat style or the the intensity um, of the battles or the weapons or the realisticness? I mean, what do you like? Yeah. Really, which which one would you go back to if we all were going to sit down and play each time? That's a that's a good thing. So I. I first off would say I'm a camper. I like to camp out and try to, you know, get people off guard that are like trying that to shoot too. other people. But as far as gameplay goes, they both play very well, but Battlefield seems like there's more of a development. There's there's more of a path to go certain areas. Um, you know, uh, you know, you could jump into this zone or that zone when you die and so on and so forth. Whereas battle, uh, did I say battlefront or battlefield? I meant battlefield. Uh, battlefront. That's what you said. Yeah. That's that's what what you said. Said. Okay. Battlefront two seems to be very um, stagnant linear. where you go. It's yeah, very linear. linear. Yeah. Uh, you, there you are some levels. Direction. There are some levels where you can go here or there when you're when you're online <laughs> with a bunch of random people, but um, that that's what I would say is the the. the the better between the two is that battlefield has that ability to jump into different zones, um, see different things. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them missions per se, but it feels like you're doing something different every time you jump back in, uh, yep. jump back into a uh, helicopter or whatever. So, and, I, and I've spent a lot of time asking Laos this particular question, but Dano, you know, you, you've been, you played both extensively. I'd say if you got a, a quick elevator pitch on, on your take for the two and the differences there, kick it off. We'll go to Laos and then I'll, I'll give my contributions last. Yeah. But battlefront two, like you guys were saying, is very linear. You're kind of stuck in a position until the other team progresses or vice versa. Um, the games can be either super short or super long, depending on the gameplay and how well people are at the game. So that kind of turns me off a little bit. It can be really hard to unlock heroes, but on the flip side of that, in Battlefield, it's really hard to unlock anything. You have to really play a lot to get the good stuff. And, and that's kind of the issue with both games. Battlefield, though, um, obviously it's actual like real life as we know it as far as what war and battle looks like which is what i like obviously but it's fun you can kind of do whatever you want you can camp you can push you have different things you can play obviously you can do that in battlefront too but they're designed by the same people so they play very similar right but battlefield the vehicles the camaraderie everything it's what i want to play Yep, spot on. Lost man, bring it home, and then I'll, I'll I'll drop my tidbits on top, and we'll close this buddy out. Roger that. Uh, so yeah, so uh, you know, not to try and give it, try and steer clear of like a book record, book report type uh, outlook on on the two. I mean, you you talk about a game like Battlefront Two that came out in the year 2017, 2016, 2017. Yeah, that came. Well, Battlefront Two came out 2017. Yeah, November. Yes. November of 2017. The game, for what it is, is beautiful. Uh, lovely game. Fun to play. Fun to watch. It plays like the craziest part of a Star Wars movie that you've seen. 
Uh, and that's, that's the fun part of it. That's exactly the aspect of it. And unfortunately, I think it doesn't go too far deeper than that. The benefits of Battlefield 4, an older game that's been around for a while, maybe a little bit more predictable and yet somehow unpredictable. It's got so much more. I, I think it's got so much more to it. Uh, there are ways that you can approach that. Yeah, intricacy is what I define yeah. it as. You can approach a Battlefield 4 game any way you want. You can do it with a group. You can do it with, you know two guys you can you know well, okay probably work on my phrasing on that one um you can <laughs> you can play that game how you want to play that game and i can guarantee you that however you're trying to play it will get messed up so that's the beauty of it and they always build in a redundancy that can take you out so when you think you're you know the best and you've got every everyone against the ropes like they build a weakness where you just all of a sudden you know what your plan isn't it's not working out anymore and so you just need to come up with something on your feet so in my favorite my favorite would have to be battlefield 4 battlefront 2 still a great game looks beautiful while yep. playing it yep and so just just my little uh, my little season in my little dust here on the conversation is basically mirroring what everybody said battlefront battlefront 2 so the star wars game uh, like Laos or Dane, I think maybe even Ryan said it. It, it I, I had this conversation, I think, with Dane and Laos independently. And it, in Battlefront, Battlefront 2, it drops you into the lasers over your head. Crap is exploding everywhere. People are dying right, left at all times. You, you have, as soon as you start in that game, your egg timer starts and you will die by, by, by the end of a minute, minute and a half, whatever. But man, if while you're in that minute of intensity, you do not feel... Uh, like you're in the middle of the Battle of Hoth, or you're in the middle of of that crate battle at the end of Last Jedi. You you are there. You are absolutely there, and I I love that piece. Now, that comes with its own frustrations because I think Dane mentioned guys on there buying loot crates or buying the equipment or buying the extra guns. I mean that that sucks, and that really does take you out of it because you end up just getting frustrated. Now, Battlefield, you have the ability to build your own game, as Laos and, and Dane both mentioned. You can build the game you want if you just want to crawl up to the top of a of a, of a of a hill and sit there with your sniper rifle and just pick guys off right and left. Or you just want to jump into a, an ATV like me and drive around like a madman. And so you eventually run over somebody, but then you look at the clock and you've been alive for 12 and a half minutes. I mean, that's crazy. And that's something you just can't get in battlefront two, unless you've paid for it literally either in a hundred hours or in a hundred bucks. Um, so there's differences there and it's, it's all about the game you want to play, but I think each game has its place for the star Wars fan. It's obviously there. For the, the hardcore gamer that wants to really hone in some skills and learn some stuff, Battlefield Battlefield 4 is the game for you. So I think they're both fantastic games. I like them together. I can't tell you that I like one more than the other because I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, so I love that aspect. I hate the fact that I get sniped every 30 seconds, but I love the fact in Battlefield that as a noob, I can go there and actually survive for 10 minutes, get three or four kills, and feel good about it. So I think each brings its own to the table, but... That's kind of all I have to wrap up the, both of those games. It's good. Great job. So on that note, brings us to the close of this episode. We want to thank you all very much for, for being here with us on our 59th episode. Next time is number 60. That's a big deal for us. So we want to say thank you. Again, please uh, use the Amazon link below this episode or in the description. And, and please contribute to the show so we can get Laos that copy of PUBG for his Xbox One that he desperately wants. <laughs> Boys, where can the good people find you, Mr. Lausman? Please help me get that game. <laughs> There's one for the blooper reel. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, I can be found at Mr. Lausman. On everything, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeesh. All right. Just everywhere. Where do they send donations? <laughs> Just uh, you can actually do that at the PayPal link that we also have listed below or in the description of this episode. I was going to say the Amazon link as well. but Yeah, uh, both will work. It, it doesn't cost you anything. Yep. Well, no, don't use that. Just use the Amazon link. Buy My whatever personal. you're going to buy. Nope, don't don't send them any personal checks. Buy what you're going to buy on Amazon. Use our link. And some we get about 4% off each sale. So you're going to buy a $100 game or a $70 game. Guess what? 4% comes back to the show to help fund this kind of stuff. So we can keep this great content coming. We can actually give you guys a decent discussion about PUBG. Because I really want to know. I just don't have an Xbox One. So, uh, Mr. Dane, where can they find you? Find me at DTMert on Twitter. And you won't find me on PUBG, whatever it's called. Because it's probably not coming out on PS4 for a while. But when it does, we're all going to go in. I'll tell well, you that. We're much. all switching to Xbox One. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I just got a PS4. No. Trade it in. <laughs> all right. Anarchy. All right. <laughs> Anarchy. Well, you can always find me and the rest of the show here at Brewmasters Club on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, anything like that. Please contribute or, or or just on YouTube as well. We started uploading all of our most recent episodes on that. We will continue to do so until we're 100% caught up and into the future. That is, again, at Brewmasters Club on YouTube. Twitter, Facebook, you can submit questions or fan topics or uh, simply ask us or, or contribute some content by using the hashtag uh, Brewmasters Club cast. Uh, we will pick those answers up. We, um, boys, anything else before we close this out? You can find me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Broodboy813. You can also find me on Battlefront 2 and Battlefield. And there's a little thing over the top of my head. If you kill me, it'll, it'll say Broodboy813. So there you go. <laughs> awesome. Where he's most and um, again, yep, check us out for the uh, Craft Brews and Geek News. The Facebook group there is a good way to keep up with all things that are going on. Please contribute. And um, and just, just by contribute, I mean, mean engage us in conversation. Talk to us. We want to talk to you. Um, Florida Craft Beer Day is February 15th this year. So please, if nothing else, raise a glass at 7 o'clock. Any social media channel you want, use the hashtag um, FLCBD2018, Florida Craft Beer Day 2018. Uh, we will see you guys there. And as we say at the end of every episode, Mr. Dane. Wowzers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Cheers. Good Adios. night. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers. <laughs>